Hello, and welcome to Fictional Feels on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are mine. Please enjoy the show. Hey everyone, you're listening to Fictional Feels with your host, Tatiana. Today's episode features two more well-known shows, uh, Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo. As always, spoiler warnings for both shows and trigger warnings for depression and anxiety. It's understandable that Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo have remained popular to this day ever since they aired around the mid-90s. I love the aesthetic of both of these shows, as well as their character designs, soundtrack, and the story is just, like, amazing. Also, Samurai Champloo has some of the best choreographed fights, I think, in anime, like, ever. So if you haven't seen it, really go check it out. Uh, now today, I don't really have specific scenes that I want to talk about, because the way I feel is sort of about the show like, the shows as a whole. So, a quick summary of just both of the shows. Cowboy Bebop is about a group of bounty hunters that kind of come together to hunt bounties, which are criminals. Um, and each character is introduced has their own interesting backstory and how they got to where they are on the ship with everyone else. It's a sort of, like, spacey sci-fi kind of show. It's, like, very futuristic. Meanwhile, Samurai Shampoo is about a girl named Faye, um, who is searching for a samurai who smells of sunflowers. And while she's traveling around to find the samurai, she is joined by a sort of rough-around-the-edges guy, um, who's also a samurai, named Mugen, and a straight-edged kind of guy, like, very by-the-book samurai named Gin, who is super skilled in sword fighting. So both of these shows sort of incorporate that found family trope and i'm such a sucker for these things because honestly i wish i had that kind of relation with my family you know like i feel like whenever these found family tropes happen they have such stronger bonds like they care about each other so much even though they might not outwardly express it it's like i wish i kind of had that relationship with my family you know oftentimes it feels that like we're all just sort of roommates living together it's not so much a family. Either way, I was super jealous of what they had in both of these shows. So I want to talk about sort of the ending of Cowboy Bebop. As it's coming to a close, there are all these like little mini plot lines about each character that have their own sort of endings, but essentially all of the characters end up splitting up. It starts off with like sort of going out to end his like feud with Vicious and in a way He kind of throws away his life. I know a lot of people have, like, debate on this, but I feel like he went there and he knew he was going to die. Like, the only way he saw, like, how to get out of his situation was if he was going, like, to die. That one scene, actually, when before Spike is about to go and he's confronted by Faye, Faye basically tells him, like, really, you're just going to throw your life away? Like, we need you on this ship kind of thing. And that um, scene actually made me really sad. I was like, oh my god. I felt such a strong connection with Faye in that scene because if you think about what she has, this found family of Spike, Ayn, Ed, Jet, and herself, 
was pretty much all she had. You know, she woke up in this futuristic world, nothing left, no one that she, like, knows because they've all died. She, that scene where she goes back to her old house made me really sad because she found that there was nothing there. So, really, all she has is this group, and it sort of falls apart under her. Because Spike goes off to end his things with Vicious. Ed and Ayn go kind of back to where they started. Ed was all by herself the entire time, pretty much, before she finds the ship with everyone on it. Faye decides to leave as well to kind of figure out who she is or who she wants to be now that she is sort of on her own in a way. And Jet, Jet doesn't really have anyone left, you know. He, his whole thing was about his girlfriend and finding out, like, where she was, but he kind of knows that she's gone now. So really, the only thing he has left is bounty hunting in his ship. Either way, it made me really sad to see them split up. Like, to me, it just did not make sense because I was like, they have such a strong bond why would any of them want to go? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, if I were in their situation, I would 100% stay with them forever. Like, that would be my own new home. And with Samurai Shampoo, it was sort of the same thing. You know, they finally, like, Faye finally finds her father, who was the samurai who smells of sunflowers. Mugen and Gein sort of, they followed her to this point. They stuck with her this entire time. And it's finally over. But the thing is, like, that ending scene where they all just decide to walk their own way, I was like, what is happening? It's not like any of them have anything left. Like, Faye has absolutely no family left now. Gein didn't have any family to begin with. And Mugen came from, like, the slums. Like, he really didn't have anyone either. So I'm like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> I don't know, it was just devastating to me, because it seemed like their characters completed each other. Like, Faye was sort of looking for her family this entire time, and Mugen was looking for people who would love him in a way, and accept him, and Gein was looking for people who he thought were worth protecting. There's that whole, like, they have their own little, like, plot lines talking about the issue that they have. And for Gein especially, he comes from this, like, esteemed dojo and he beats his master, you know. So Gein is really skilled in swords and something that um, one of the characters says to him from his dojo from a while back was that you need... This martial art is about protecting others. That was where Gein was lacking. He had no one he really wanted to protect. Yeah, and back with Cowboy Bebop, it's like they all sort of completed each other. They found what they were missing, but I guess it was truly for them only temporary. So the reason why I connected with these shows was because I was at a point in my life where my family members were sort of moving out and doing their own thing. And I was never really close with my family. We don't really have that sort of tie. I've never really met any of my relatives um, from either side of my family. So watching these shows, it was supposed to be a bittersweet ending. I feel like it was supposed to be, oh, they did what they were supposed to, they had these memories while they lasted, and, you know, nothing lasts forever, so they have to move on now. And to me, 
that's just bitter. Like, I don't find the sweet in that at all. Like, I hate the fact that they all had to separate, even though it seems so tight-knit in a way. The point in my life where I was watching these, I had this immense fear that, you know, I was never going to speak to my family again. I'd never see the family members who moved away ever again. And, you know, (laughs) present day, that is kind of true, (laughs) but I'm not bothered by it anymore. You know, I've come to realize really that people don't stay in your life forever. They will be there for chapters, and whether it's good or bad, they're only there for a short moment. You know, I'm going to graduate high school this year, so clearly all these people that I've been with for a majority of my life, I'm going to be moving away from. And it's bitter because there are a lot of good times I've had with some of these people, but At the same time, it's sweet because I finally get to move forward with myself and branch out to meet other people. I've learned to sort of appreciate what I have now and the time I have now. And I think my friends actually think I'm literally insane for this. But I keep like the littlest things like tickets from when we go to the movie theater or like aquarium tickets. I did a lot of things over the summer, so I kept little like knickknacks from that and a lot of people would think that's trash and maybe I am a hoarder but I just want to hold on to these moments to never sort of forget them because oftentimes you know we're sort of reminded of like someone will bring something up that you just didn't remember at all but it was such a good moment and you're like how could I have forgotten that and you know I'm trying to prevent that as much as possible I want to hold on to everything I can but anyways that's why these shows sort of hit hard for me I couldn't, at the time, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that why would anyone want to leave? If they have such an amazing situation, why would they split up? But at the end of the day, all of those characters had their own sort of problems they needed to solve. And staying together with this group of people was great while it lasted. But of course, they need to move forward in themselves. Anyways, not to drag on any longer. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and hopefully someone out there understands what I'm feeling with this. Maybe it's abandonment issues. Maybe it's not. You decide. Thank you. (laughs)